0: I'm just Unpause. Shut so. the fuck so. up. No, I'm the producer. Hey, my name is Jameson Oxford and this is Torchlit Tavern. Welcome back. I'm a little sick today, guys, but excited cuz I'm back to being the DM, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Back Go to sink. your train car plebeian on the rails gonna this week. We're going to be returning to our Halloween spectacular. Running Monster of the Week in the pseudo-historic 1900s. Our players are on a train, they're going to be rolling into Red Mud Valley, Nevada. Go ahead and look it up, probably doesn't exist, but maybe it does, you know, whatever. So how are you guys feeling today? How are we feeling, who are we playing?
0: Poorly. I'm playing Detective Moss, uh, a German immigrant who's recently got his investigation license and is doing a job for the Blue Steel Railway Company in Red Mud Valley. I just got in my first gunfight, and I did pretty good. To my left.
2: My name is Thomas Blake. I'm playing uh, the Initiate, and I am Randall Tarasis, returning once more uh, to probably get shot again. And I so- like to call
0: him the Tarasasaurus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and uh, hopefully I can save these guys' ass by killing the monster with the person to my left. Heyo
3: it's Ryan. I
0: think that's Ryan.
3: Yes, it is Ryan. And I am playing Orangey Pritchett. Mm. A very concerning
4: person. And joining you again in a different aspect, you know, leaving the leaving other characters behind for a little while. How dare you forget me? Shut up. Uh it's Jeff, you know? Jeff Lisk, I guess that might be him. we're doing last names nowadays uh, and I'm playing the uh, Irish, immig- Irish immigrant railway man Marley O'Shaughnessy just a average man oh, who knows a few things about the rails uh, I'll give you the spooky he uh, doesn't know too many things about the spooky ookies so we'll see
1: And that's all my victims today, correct? Uh, You would give me a new key. Well, let's get this train disembarked back on its way,
0: and let's make our way into town, gentlemen. Good luck. Uh, So yeah, uh, our game ran longer than we had expected. We were hoping to do a one-off for Halloween, but because we love Halloween, and we also were enjoying this game, it's gonna be a three-to-four-episode fucking ride. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope it gets spooky, Uh, and... Thanks for joining us again. Mitch, back to you.
1: So you uh, you unload and you drag these boys out. And you as you make your way towards the front, you find that uh, they had taken two horses up just behind the engine. And that appears to where they were going to. And you see that on ahead of them on the tracks is a wagon that is loaded with what is obviously marked as crates of dynamite parked in the center of the tracks and it becomes uh-huh. very clear why the train stopped
2: i'm going to go get my weapons real quick i'll be right back
0: yes thomas uh, could you get all of our luggage while you are yes
4: there? yep uh having having been a working man and not unfamiliar with dynamite i know it's not volatile unless you spark it so i go to crack open one of the ah
1: cases. in this era it could be it could be it,
4: Okay, well, with my knowledge of dynamite, would I know... There you go, yeah. ...that I could crack open the case safely?
1: (laughs) I want you to roll me a a read-a-bad situation. Okay. Actually, you know what? That's not necessary. Because you're going to go over there and try, right? Your your objective is to go there and open up a case? Yeah. The back side of the case is just a plain old wooden box. Okay. You uh, go to crack the case, and it is empty. These are fake.
4: Uh, and I, uh, I, uh, give a shout. Ah, just as I thought. They were just fooling us. There's
0: no dynamite knees. Uh, I help the sheriff sort of drag these guys out and put them in front of the wagon. And then I move to my, my box, which I open up and I start and I set up a tripod and then I start to hook up my camera. And, uh, while everybody's doing other things. Yeah. 15, (laughs) I'm working for 15 minutes to um, take a shot of the situation. And that so,
1: gives other people um, time to do things, if they so choose.
4: Is that arguably a scary situation that I just went
0: and
1: investigated? Yes, Jeff. Cool.
0: <laughs> do I need to rush in and help him? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, Jay.
0: Well, I don't, because I'm setting up my camera, and it's very delicate. So uh, the,
1: <laughs> the sheriff, the sheriff goes, yeah, you got the right idea there, boy. They, uh, they like to pull this one when trains come through, because the driver doesn't know one way or the next, so... You know, they gotta be safe, they gotta stop it. Then, uh, a couple of the Hillcock boys here, they hop on and do the thing. But oh, it looks yeah. like today they did their thing to the wrong train.
4: Oh, the old, the old trick, i have seen it i have seen it a, I've seen it a million times before. Like I said, old Marley has been on the rails.
1: Uh, oh, so Jim, oh, yes. I, Jim yeah, goes, I, uh, so we're, you gotta you got get, you gotta get Bucky to a doctor. He, he got, he got stabbed by that that bastard over there and he, he ginger he uh, aggressively waves in the direction of mr. Blake why, why are we waiting what's taking so long
0: I'm I trying to document your court case sir to make sure that they that they go to jail and uh, everyone if you could crowd in around the of, around the culprits I would like to get the shot with the dynamite in it everybody put on your picture face
1: while you're setting up your camera the sheriff has tied Jim and uh, the other fellow whose name hasn't been mentioned in a in a rope in a lead line, and uh, he just sort of got Bucky propped up against the cart.
0: And I am underneath a, sh- a black shroud and I am trying to light a tray of gunpowder uh, to produce a flash. Uh,
4: it's flash powder.
0: Flash it's powder. It is basically gunpowder without the boom. Right. It, but they are different.
4: More phosphorus.
0: Uh,
2: Correct. Blake shows up with suitcases.
0: Oh oh, yeah, Blake quickly gets into this frame!
4: You were Marley proudly sits on top of the open cases with the biggest smile.
0: Why are you smiling, you freak? <laughs> because I'm putting the camera away. <laughs> so he throws he throws
1: Bucky over the back of his horse, and he uh, he ties off the two horses they came with to the front of the cart, and he goes, "Well, I'm uh, I'm gonna take these three down to the well." Not much of a jail, but the bank. I'm going to take these three down to the bank, lock them up in one of the holds, and uh, we'll deal with them later. Go ahead and tell the conductor he can keep this guy rolling, and uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens. I'll see y'all back in town.
4: About how far away from town are we?
1: Oh, you're about, uh, you got, a, you got an hour or so ride from here on the train once it gets rolling. You're going to lose a little time because you got to start up again. Everyone gets on the train. The rest of the train ride is very uneventful. You're on for a little while. They, uh... They pulled their hitch pretty far out of town. Good move, but, you know, Sheriff was on to the game. Didn't end up working.
4: Uh, During the rest of the train ride, Marley goes back with Buster loaded with all the rest of the livestock. So Marley's not around. He's just hanging out with his his ass.
0: Roll to kick some ass.
4: Don't you dare kick my ass. I'll tell you that fucking much right now.
1: So you guys roll into the station in Red Mud Valley. You roll into the Red Mud Valley station, and that's all it's named. There uh, doesn't appear to be an actual... Officiated name to this township. You step out and it is the half-assiest town that you have ever seen. Marley, you recognize this. This is just a construction town, but it has been here long enough to sort of develop. They have one building at the end that is labeled clearly with an old bank sign. They have a, a two-story saloon off to one side. There's about four houses, several series of tents set up. And another building that has nice linens hanging out front, which is pretty safely assumed to be a whorehouse.
4: Does the does the railway here look like it's back under work?
1: You've gotten to the when you get out of the train, <laughs> you see that about a hundred feet out the railway just stops.
4: Yeah, but does it look like it's back under work? Like not people are working no. on it again.
1: You can see the end of where they had been working it. It just abruptly stops. It's not damaged. It's just not continued. This town is where the railway stopped being built.
0: Okay, so I I am going to go talk to our friend Sheriff Alderwood. If you would like to join me, and I go to the sheriff's,
1: I follow along
0: behind him. Now that I have all my weapons, I'm quite happy to follow anywhere. And uh, if you if we could we just use your mule to carry our things with us, so that we don't have to come back here.
4: Oh yeah, Buster's good to carry a load. It
0: is a fine animal. What is his name? Buster. Buster. Oh, you did say that. I was not listening. I am very rude. Oh,
4: it's all right. Just don't call
0: him by the wrong name or nothing. Fight animal and we go to the sheriff's thing, even though I'm sitting here fawning over an ass. Jay is playing Get himself.
1: some ass. I love ass every D, every D game, every tabletop game, every improv game has that one character who's fixated on getting some ass. It's a weird sure. turn you've taken that, but you're meeting the We're trope. Still in? Congratulations. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I said whorehouse, but you're stuck on the
0: mule. Way to go. Absolutely. You know what? So you arrive at the bank. A mule is more useful than horse.
2: One awkward question for Jay's character. Thomas looks at him and says, What were you saying about Americans?
0: Uh, That you are untrustworthy. (laughs) Well. I look at Thomas and I just nod. All right. Your frontier is filled with 'er ne'er-do-wells who do not wish to follow the rule of law, and that is why they've come here. You walk
1: the whole 200 feet that is this part of the town. If you'd gone the long way, it would have been maybe 500 feet. And you get to the bank which is probably the most proper thing built here. Even the makeshift railway station has been hastily assembled, and it's obvious it's just for unloading cargo. When you step into the bank, the interior is not quite austere, but it is fairly well built, and it's obvious some time was put into this. You have the teller on one side, and on the other side, you have a line of, well, cages, basically. But, you know, the vault. Very primitive bank, but it's secure enough. Inside one of the vaults is uh, a crate of belongings, which is assumed to be money or supplies. Inside another one of the vaults are Jim and the other boy whose name you weren't acquainted with. And inside the third vault, which is wide open, is the sheriff, a barber, and, uh, well,
0: a body.
2: We'll talk about that trust thing later.
0: Thomas, I hired you because you are a distinct American. Calm down. Mm. Well, I don't know how often you've been out here
4: west, but I've been out here a couple times, and there's a reason they call it wild. Are you from Nevada
0: Territory, Thomas? I am indeed. I apologize for insulting your people. Anyway, uh, Sheriff Alderwood.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, good, good to see you, Mister Moss. We're, uh, well, we was just trying to bandage this boy up, but it's look uh, looks like y'all did a y'all did a fine number on him. Y'all y'all did a fine number on him. We're gonna. We're going to keep these two, so, uh...
0: Yes, we... Uh, due to our correspondence, you have told us much of what is going on. These are a few of the Hillcock boys that we are coming to investigate, yes? A few?
1: Mr. Moss, you done found the leading one right here. This Bucky? This Bucky is Mr. Elijah.
0: So, you are telling me that we have already... Th- these are the men who are in charge of uh, disrupting the railway, yes? It's all well, them? this
1: one... This one's in charge, I suspect... These two are just a couple of his goons. And, uh, but there's still a few others out there. The, uh... I I sent... I sent many letters back. And, uh, everyone seems fixating on these Hillcock boys. And while it's good, they, uh... There's more... There's more going on out here than you're probably led to believe.
0: So it's safe to say that you you do not believe that we have earned our $500 yet?
1: Your contract is to, uh alleviate the issues that are preventing continued construction and I think that you've done a fine work towards that goal, but that goal is not yet attained. Ah, yes. I got a uh we got a fur trapper here. He lives in a tent out backside the whole house. You uh might want to try talking to him. He has some um uh, some information ah. about about weird things going on.
0: Bitch front property I see yes.
1: To <laughs> each their own, I suppose. To each their own <laughs>
0: Bitch front property. What? No, I said the beach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also inadvertently set up the fur trapper behind the whorehouse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Inadvertent? <laughs> He's
1: trapping that was some fur, all right.
2: I'm, uh, I'm going to leave you alone with that one, detective. Yeah,
3: well, while while all, the, while all this is happening, I would like to walk up to Marley really quick and just stare at him very close in the face and say, <gasps> may I pet your mule?
4: As, as Marley sort of backs away a bit, like, leans away. Oh, you're an odd duck there, aren't you? Certainly. As long as Buster's all right with it.
3: I'm going to walk up to Buster, and I would like to know if I make Buster uneasy or not.
1: You're, uh, mm. you're the spooky, right, yeah, Ryan? Exactly. That's why I was wondering. So I want you to roll me a thing. Sure. While you touch Jeff's ass. I want you to roll, mm. we're going to call it a manipulate someone.
3: It's specifically a mule, not a donkey, therefore not an ass. That's true. I've been meaning to correct that.
0: So it's only half an ass.
3: Yeah, it's, ve- it's, yeah. Ve- yeah. it's, it's half, half ass ass. Attempt. Yes. You want me to roll Manipulate Someone?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: you're going to roll, roll a charm to just sort of keep this animal calm because it does behave, he is concerned about this thing that's okay. trying to touch him.
3: For sure, yeah. That, right. that I mean, that makes sense as I am, you know, negative one charm. Oh, wow. All right. I got a 10 minus 1, so that's a 9.
1: Is that a mixed success, right? That is. That would yeah. be a mixed success. So you walk up, and uh, the ass, he does the pacing. The mule does the pacing thing that horses do when they're a little uncomfortable, where he just sort of shifts his weight back and forth a couple yeah, of I'm, times. I'm,
3: ve- I'm very aware of the fact that I have on people and animals, so I am approaching
1: slowly. And uh, you reach out to pet him, and he doesn't stop you. And, and as you... Begin to pet the mule. He just looks you in the eye, and he picks up a foot, and he leans, and he stands on your foot. <laughs> uh, I, I look down. That is a thing that fucking donkeys do.
3: I, I I look down at this, and I just, and I You've I smi- I actually look. Uh, for the first time, you see some sort of emotion on my face, and I kind of just smile a little while
0: I continue to pet the mule. If, would you describe your smile as, like, a smile that puts people at ease? It's disconcerting. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's
1: <laughs> <laughs> getting something weird out of touching this mule. It, it's, um, it's
3: disconcerting, but it is something which is more than you've gotten from me the entire time we've been together.
0: Uh, Sh- Sheriff Alderwood. Yes, sir. May, may I ask you some questions? If you like, but go, go ahead and go for it. That's
1: what I'm here for. What, what you need.
0: So how long have the Hillcock boys been... Uh at large, in this area. How, how long have they been causing a ruckus?
1: Well, that's uh, part of the things that doesn't line up. This railway, we've been struggling in this town for uh, about, I think, ten years now this summer. And uh, the Hillcock boys really only started being a nuisance about six, seven years ago when the old town had died. Bucky here is a bit of a wild, and he, uh, he don't like rules so much.
0: But if, if they are obviously the one causing much of the ruckus, then why is it that you believe that this is not the end of it? Why why can't we just throw them in jail and I collect my $500? Because
1: we've been having problems three years longer than we've been having Hillcock boys.
0: Truly. Yeah, that adds up. I turn to Marley. How old is this railway, Marley? Oh,
4: approximately 10 years. And and it's uh, and it's been... 10 a- years ago, it stopped. If you want to talk about when it started, it started about 20 years ago. Huh. Just before old Marley got into rails.
0: Uh I turned back and I was like so if it's what, what was happening seven years ago that the Hillcock boys could not have done?
4: That's a good question. I'll tell you it takes a lot to halt the uh
0: the work of a railway man. And I, and I do aim that question at both Marley and Sheriff Alderman.
1: Mostly murder, but quite a few queer things going on as well. Like I said, uh go uh go talk to that trapper. He's got more information. he has it, it made up in his mind that it's uh, some sort of Aberition or monster that's been doing these things. It's been pretty much just murders and destruction of property, but I will confer that some of it doesn't line up with the work of a man.
4: Sheriff, if you don't mind, I've got one question for you. Hmm? Have you been here since the beginning?
1: I think I moved out this way about six years back. Just just after the Hillcocks started, that's when they, they pulled a sheriff, decided there was an actual problem with outlaws in this region.
4: That's fair. Uh, based on the stories you've heard then, how long were these, uh, as you put them, disturbances going on before they decided to cease the railway operations?
1: How that many murders? Sounds, that sounds like the kind of question you should ask someone, and he leans in real close, like the trapper who's <laughs> been here since before this was a
0: town. Alright, I would like to just ask... Is this a time when I should do investigate a mystery, or have I truly gotten everything I'm going to get out of the sheriff?
2: How about we just go yeah. to the trapper?
1: Yeah, Let's just go to the trapper. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. okay. well, I'm,
0: at, like, I'm asking if I roll it and ask the questions if I'm going to get anything more than I already did, because he was just- no, he was. I, I don't think forward. so.
1: He's being completely forward with you, so. He's not hiding anything, he just has limited information.
0: I, I turned to Thomas, and I was like, Thomas, do you have a problem with uh, heading to the back of the brothel to meet with the trapper, or did you say you did not want to come? I have no problem with anywhere in the West. Oh, alright, I thought you had said something. Come, come, come with me. I think that you and the trapper may be able to talk because I know that trappers tend to use more archaic, uh, hunting methods than simple rifle.
2: Uh, what, what are you trying to say about me?
0: I'm saying that you have crossbow, Thomas.
2: Yeah?
4: <laughs> oh, pardon me. Just, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate keeping this, uh, railroad going, as it were. But, uh, I'll have to make a little addendum there. Old Buster here has been holding on to all our stuff for a while. Can we, uh, find a place to drop it off?
0: Uh, yes, actually. Molly, if you could handle getting us a room. We already got that all squared away. Railway's
1: taking care of you good. You just talked to the saloon owner across the way from the whole house. They got a room for you.
2: I'm- I'm wearing all my belongings. Uh,
1: yeah, any additional luggage that you guys- ha- You probably have some luggage, because you may be here a while, like clothing and things, but that's being unloaded for you already by the- the rail workers, so you don't have to is, worry about that part.
0: It's handled. Take what you would carry. Uh, Yeah, we go behind the brothel.
4: Yeah, I'll drop off my ass and make sure he gets unloaded. Yeah,
1: so you you unload your mule and you tie him off out front of the, uh, well, out back of the saloon. They have a hitch post, so you just leave him tied off there. He's got water, they've got some hay and everything. Right, right next to him, you've got the sheriff's horse and the two horses from the, uh, the hillcocks.
4: I give him a good pet, and I, I, I get up close to his ear and I say, Now you get along nicely with these other ones, huh? I know that they're not your type, but don't go kicking
1: nothing. He uh, may or may not have heard you because he's eating, which means he doesn't give a shit what you said. So you make your way back around behind the whorehouse, and uh, a couple of uh, a couple of girls are out front, and they sort of wave at you. Obviously, they want your money. That's what they do. You make your way around back, and you find an old military tent that's been set up and staked into the ground. It looks like it is definitely outdated. Go ahead, run
3: uh, What's was, your question? I was going to say, as I walk past them, what do they do?
1: Same thing.
0: They don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, they old. School. I mean, they do for money. <laughs>
0: uh, what was the name of the trapper?
1: I'm sorry. Did he say it? He just called him the trapper. Oh,
4: okay. Uh, I wink at the horses we pass. By the way, <laughs>
0: uh, we head around back and uh, excuse me. Anybody In- know your history? Uh, I'd or some.
1: Does anybody you know? Does anybody want to roll or anything like that? I don't know to assess
0: the situation. Um, I don't. Yeah, fuck I don't, is it, it a bad situation? I don't you feel the, just the need to, to roll yet. that. At this it's... point, I am not aware that I'm in a bad situation, so I wouldn't roll it without you telling me. I'll, I rolled it. Fuck it.
1: You're the person that should.
0: Well, it, that's an
4: investigative mystery. I rolled a ten.
0: No, it's a. It's that's a bad situation. Investigative mystery, and plus you have time to like research or like kind of dig. It's so the difference between it's a nine and spot.
1: What you have found, what you're looking at, and you recognize this because you are a minority and you are not a particularly loved minority. That what? is. An old, traditional, near-post-Civil War, Southern Commander's military barracks tent.
0: Oh, no. I, uh,
4: I I look at the tent and go, Well, I'll tell you right now, most likely this man's not going to be very fond of a... A mick, as he will most likely refer to me.
0: Uh, so yeah, I get three questions. I'm going to go ahead and say the first one. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Uh, what's your ethnicity? (laughs) I am a German, or uh, I'm German. You're a foreigner. Got it. Yeah. Uh, me and the Mick <laughs> yeah. kind of come up short. The
4: Kraut and the, the Mick. The Kraut
0: and the Mick come up short and look at each other right away. Just sort of side eye each other. Thomas, what nationality are you? Myself. Yes. American. That's what I thought. Remember when I said that I think your your help and aid would be would be indispensable. Oh.
2: I get it.
0: Yeah, so I think that you are even more indispensable than I thought.
2: You, you know I'm not dumb. I could I know what type of tent that is.
1: Indispensably earth.
0: Uh, as do we. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're real familiar. Uh, uh, I have two more questions. What's the best way to protect the victims? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you sit your happy asses down.
0: Yeah, basically. We don't uh, go don't, in. <laughs> don't go uh, in. <laughs> and what what well, last question? What's my best way out? (laughs) (laughs) I I feel that we actually have handled it. I'm going to let Thomas take the lead on the investigation for this part. I'm going
3: to look over at Moss and say, I'm American.
2: (laughs) You come with me, Orangey. Oh, no. (laughs) uh,
0: Detective. Orangey, Orangey. Oh, fuck. Uh,
2: Detective. (laughs) Yes, Thomas. What would you like to know specifically so I can get to the point with this gentleman?
0: Um, I believe that we... If he has been in the area for a long time, I wish to know... Uh, what was happening in the area before the Hillcock boys sort of took control with their crimes? Uh, if there is, uh, specifically uh, murders, dead bodies, or anything that we could actually conclude. who the hell's out on. there? I, I I think you. I trust you, Thomas. Goodbye.
1: And the the front of the tent tent opens up. Uh, yeah, he opens his tent with a shotgun, just pushes the flap open, and keeps the shotgun trained on your motley crew of fucking weirdos.
2: You're pouring a shotgun at me? What the
1: goddamn... you coming up on my homestead here? Yes, I am.
2: Yeah, I'm coming the over hell here. What do you want? I'm coming over here to have a nice fucking conversation. you pulling a goddamn shotgun at I'll me. I'll tell you ch-
1: what's nice or not. Quit your flapping. What do you want?
2: Flapping? You're pulling a goddamn shotgun? This crotchety old SOB? Now even going to invite me in for a drink?
1: He discharges his firearm into the air.
2: Oh, you think you what the big? The hell you want? I want to sit, and I want to talk, and I want to take my boots off.
1: All right, but you leave your you leave your tater farmer and your mick and your whatever the hell that is outside.
2: Absolutely, partner.
1: Shut the hell up. Nobody asked you.
2: I don't know why he did that. I just,
3: <laughs> just, just, just nod at him, and then I walk back to the other boys.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Marley, Marley tips his pillbox cap and casually... And slowly just backs away.
1: (sighs) So what the situation becomes is, Thomas, you're, I'm not going to say invited. That puts a lot more weight on that, on what's going on than there should be. You are allowed entry into his tent, which is a large tent. And then uh, the, the rest of you are left outside. So if you guys want to investigate or look around, you do have the opportunity to do that while this man is preoccupied.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I'll start snooping, but before they go in, I will kind of tell Thomas, Do not worry, Thomas, we will make sure the sausage and potatoes are ready. Get the hell out (laughs) of (laughs) here! We, uh, we go, like, around in a way that makes it look like we left. Or at least that's what I do. Uh, Marley goes,
4: Marley goes, That son of a- that son of a bitch can go ahead and suck all the fucking cocks in the world, I'll tell you that fucking much. I'm gonna go get me a stiff drink. I've worked too hard to be talked to like that. And maybe some food. And Marley goes into the, sal- the saloon. Keep your wits about you, Marley. I follow along with
0: Moss. Alright, yeah, uh, do Thomas and them, because basically, I'm just kind of I'm looking around the dude's tent to see if there's anything... Are you anything-
1: investigating, or are you just sort of, you know, snooping? Uh, I mean, yes. Do your do your investigate. I'm going to handle you first, just so okay. I don't have to come back to it. Go ahead and do your investigation.
0: Sounds good. Investigate a mystery. Oh, that's a bad one. That's not a good one. I only got a six. So I'm going to go ahead and mark experience.
1: Because you suck.
0: Yeah, if you fail in this game, you get to mark experience. Once you fill up a certain number of boxes, you get to level up, which means I can get new abilities. But I suck. And my investigative mystery is going to... On a miss, you reveal some information to the monster or whoever you are talking to. The keeper might ask you some questions, which you have to answer. It's important Ooh. that your attempts to investigate and the results you get from them are plausible. And uh, the, yeah, Yeah, so you can ask me some questions from the list. Or no, you can force or us. You can... Yeah. Or or I have given information away to uh, the trapper or the monster in theory.
1: Yeah. In this case, I'm going to say uh, that you alert him to your presence is the issue. Um, so the outside of his tent is mostly just supplies, but he does have a couple of lanyards and like a clothing line set out, and he has things hanging on them drying. He, he's got a uh, a big black box set beside the tent and as you go to inspect that one of the uh, one of the legs you find out is creaky as you try to open the box and it topples to the ground loudly oh shisa <laughs> there's a commotion and you hear the what the hell from inside again as you pretty much immediately fuck up your investigation half cured jerky has strewn across the ground from his sun drying box and uh you hear him get up and start moving quickly to, you know, the front of the tent.
0: Uh, I would like to roll uh, Act Under Pressure to just fucking book it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I expected. That's an 11. That, that's a clean success, right?
0: Yeah, on a success, you set out to do what you had wanted to do. <laughs> so you get I the just... fuck out. <laughs> uh, I... orangey,
3: orangey, let's go. I, I look over and I see that Moss is running,
0: <laughs> and I'm still just standing there. Okay. Fuck. For God's sake. At least they are American.
1: <laughs> Trapper uh comes out the front of his tent again. This time he's got a big bull knife. He's got a big a big Bowie knife and uh he he holds it out towards Orangey and he goes, "You there, weirdo. Was that the the fucking Mick or the Jeremy?" <laughs>
3: uh, I'm gonna roll to manipulate someone. Do it. I'm gonna say, "Oh no, that was uh that was a raccoon." All right. I was I was trying I was <laughs> trying to shoo it
4: off for In you. Nevada? <laughs> In Nevada?
3: In uh, Nevada? I rolled an eight, but my charm is minus one, so <laughs> seven.
1: And what does that get you? Uh, that'll do it, but to only if you success. do something
3: for them right now to show that you mean it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to show them that you mean it was a coon? Your move, Ryan. Wait, can you do magic to make it look like a raccoon? Uh, paw prints, something. Yeah. Can you, can you perform paw
1: prints or, uh, I would allow paw prints or some sort of illusion if you have the ability to do that.
3: I do not have any of those abilities. And considering he's a, considering he's a trapper, I think he would know I'm full of shit anyway. Yeah. I'm going to quickly pick up a piece of jerky and kind of just like twist off an end of it, I guess, and make it look like something was nibbling at it. And I'm going to (laughs) show it to him. I'm going to say, see, look. It was eating this. I was trying to shoo it off for you.
2: <laughs> I'm just going to say, that boy's a little touched.
0: <laughs> it's basically in the write-up.
1: So he's going to look at you. So he takes the piece of jerky out of your head, and he looks at it, and he goes, You ain't too bright, is your son? We ain't got we ain't got coons in this park. Probably a possum. But uh, thanks, thanks for get, get the hell out of here.
3: May, may I have this?
1: You want a half-chewed piece of jerky? Yes. You get dead, that's on you. And he tosses it to you and he heads back into the tent. So, Randall, you, had, uh, you had a couple of minutes there while while your shitty, shitty host left you in his domicile.
2: Uh, I ain't fucking with his shit. I just take off my boots. Because this S- man's a trapper. He literally... Looks for disturbances in the surroundings, as a leader, yeah, uh, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not speaking I'm of not...
1: disturbances in the surroundings. The inside of his tent is a- actually very straightforward. He does have what you assume is a cutting table. It's got several knives on it, and uh, you know, it's got bits of fur and stuff like that, and probably where he prepares and cleans sinew. Yeah, there is a, uh, you know, several spools and the like. There is a chimney set up towards the back of this tent. It's just a cloth flap, and under that he has a a fire with a cooking set up over the top of it. And he has a wood-framed cot stretched over the top of which is a very large, heavy comforter made from what appears to be an original Confederate flag laid over his bed. This man is uh, into some serious, old-fashioned fuck you, if you're the wrong kind of person.
2: I have my boots off now. Oh, I feel so fucking good.
0: How old is the trapper again? Just f just, uh, He's older. Just past, he, just past the middle age, boy, is what he said. Okay, so he actually wasn't old enough to be in the war.
1: Yeah, no, he, okay. he's older, but he's not old enough. Gotcha.
0: He's a fan. His daddy
1: <laughs>
0: had ideas. Yeah. His pappy. Yeah, his pappy had ideas. Uh,
1: and, and judging by how he has set things up, his pappy and his grandpappy, and uh, maybe his great grandpappy. <laughs> probably a, probably a long line of douche so he comes back in so uh, what what the hell you want what what, what can I help you with I, I guess what do you want
2: uh well I'm looking into the area surrounding the railroad uh, on behalf of the sheriff in town and you that, uh,
1: you that detective they sent you that moss fella uh yes sir oh good I'm glad they didn't send me some <laughs> damn foreigner
2: yeah uh, I'm glad that we could use some homegrown talent you know what I mean
1: are you homegrown? I wouldn't have guessed it how you dress, but I'll take it. <laughs> well, you know, you see gotta see who pick you're up rolling with. with?
2: Yeah. yeah, I got stuck with them by the railroad.
1: So, uh, you, you eat all that shit up about how it's just them Hillcock losers? Them nah. bunch of dudes?
2: Uh, I, I've heard of the Hillcocks. They don't seem like, uh, the brightest star in the sky, if you know what I mean.
1: They're armed, but they're incompetent. Yes, sir? I, uh, it can't be the Hillcocks. Tell you that right nah. now nah they ain't got the stones to do to a man what I seen on some of them bodies in the earlier times I see a lot of things I done a lot of things I haunted a lot of things I uh I've been in uh been in the the la- my early years or in the last years of wartime and the things going on I'd be surprised if them's a men yeah uh you ever I, my, my, you my ever hear my. Of them
2: hi Was it, your <laughs> <total> <laughs>
1: mind, damn it!
2: one of us needs to talk <laughs>
1: You come here to flap or you come here to listen? I'm trying to tell you what I know. You go, you going to tell me what I know?
2: I sit and I wait.
1: So I thought. As I was saying. So, uh, it's changed. It's changed what's been happening. But when Railway first started having trouble, we found, uh, we found bits of men. And we found bits of men scattered all wide. And there wasn't nothing wrong with the rail. And there wasn't nothing wrong with the money. There wasn't nothing wrong with the tools. But the parts of the men we found... That was some savage things going on. Them happenstance, that wasn't people. You tried to tell me it's a bunch of robbers, but didn't take nothing, didn't break nothing. Hillcocks came in on later anyhow. I think, uh, you familiar with familiar with any of them old folklores?
2: Uh, I find myself reading them time to time.
1: We, uh, we got an old engine fellow in town. He'll tell you it's something, but uh, I'ma tell you it's something else, because I seen it out of my hunts. We got ourselves a veritable Sasquatch. I promise you that. I seen it. Seven foot tall. Hair. Saw a ripping deer apart right in front of me. Something I was
2: hunting. All right. Well, that makes my job a little bit easier if I know what I'm going after.
1: So, uh... So, yeah, you want to... You want to go find that thing? I don't advise it, but, uh... I seen it up in the in them hills. No, I I tell you, you got a bunch of... Bunch of these other crazy folk around here telling you they've seen all kinds of things. I, uh... I heard the, uh, I heard that, uh, what the hell was his name? We got a, got an Arizona fellow, a photographer. He says he caught a picture of the thing. You might, might be able to talk to him.
2: Alrighty, I appreciate
1: that, sir. That, that's great. Get the hell out of here. I got dinner to make. It's supper time, and I ain't making for two.
2: I put on my boots, I nod, and I depart.
1: He just waves at you as you leave.
2: I
0: dick. Yep.
2: He was a dick with information. I have to go find the
0: fucking kraut. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the brothel with Marley, bud. <laughs> no, I'm in the saloon. I'm not in the brothel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. i to say, hey, saloon, even in the saloon. What
1: are we up to? <laughs> yeah, even better. So you're in I was, was
0: kind of thinking for some reason saloon slash brothel, but which was common. No,
1: there are actually distinct establishments here. Okay. Not that you yeah, couldn't get booze at the brothel, but...
4: I sat at the bar and asked the 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 owner slash bartender. I I introduced myself. Uh, Marley O'Shaughnessy. I should be i uh, I'll be around here for a bit. Hoping to right. do you happen to have? Do you happen to have a nice a nice whiskey? Preferably Irish, but I know that
0: that's such One things don't reach
1: this far. And um, uh, he pulls down a bottle and he pours you a whiskey.
0: Excuse me, my good uh, sir. Do you do you have schnapps?
1: Is that a whiskey or a tequila? Um.
0: Never mind. Also. Do you mind
4: feeding a, a, a wayward traveler? It's been a while since I've had a good meal. I
1: ain't mind feeding nobody as long as they don't mind paying for their food. So...
4: I look over at Moss and go, Is food also covered or am I going to have to do that myself?
0: We we, we are supposed to be under the, the, the payment of the railway, which means I can reimburse you many much of your money, but you will have to get by on your pocket change for now.
4: I pull out what pocket change I got and I go, Whatever food this will get me.
1: I'm
0: sure that'd be sufficient for
1: something. Molly, go ahead and work something up for these people, please. Thank you, darling.
4: We we have
1: we have left a friend. Her name is
4: also Marley. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, Molly, not. What kind of weird name is Molly for a man? Why Why your mama name you Molly?
4: No, 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 Marley, Marley. There's an
0: R in it. Oh, uh, all right.
4: Beware of the hard R.
0: (laughs) Orangey, Orangey, are you here?
2: Yes. (laughs) Oh God. I'm
3: just standing off in the corner
0: <laughs> <laughs> I turn Larky. around and just like my heart leaps in my oh God <laughs> um orangey did you did you get any information from the trapper when I ran away bravely
3: uh yes I found out that there are when I ran away bravely. there are no <laughs> raccoons in this area
0: oh good we can narrow down our suspect list uh, i I do hope that the trapper is treating our friend Thomas well and i have we haven't heard from him so hopefully he's not dead.
3: I'm sure that he's fine, and
0: I munch on the jerky that I got. He is with a confederate. Howdy. Oh, Thomas. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, Thomas, what have you learned? Right, I
2: got a couple leads for us, and I got a couple, uh, possible location of the assailant. Oh, and a possible identification of it.
1: So, uh, it, it's coming towards the end of the day. It's coming towards the end of the day. Sun's going down. Y'all have a room arranged. Do you go to seek out the uh, photographer from Arizona? Or do you just go to bed?
4: I I want to quickly, since the owner of the saloon's there, I want to ask the owner how long you been here
1: in town. Oh me! Oh, I've been here uh, about a year after rail broke ground, so I've been here almost hell. Molly, how long that's been? Molly doesn't answer. Ah, uh, that's it. No, oh, I don't know. Ten years? Eleven years? Twelve years? I'm not. I'm not sure.
4: So you were around to see uh, what was happening here in the early
1: days. I didn't, uh, I didn't see it, but, uh, we all heard about it. Hard not to.
4: What exactly made the, uh, railway stop it? It usually takes a lot more than, like, a death or two. I'm a railway man myself.
1: You, uh, even them big railways, once they get up to 50 bodies, tend to call things a loss.
4: Fair enough. Well, I appreciate all your help. I'll wait patiently for my meal.
1: The, uh, the first crew we had come through was a bunch of them following us with, the. Uh, The Chinese, they came through breaking rail and uh, I think there was 25 of them all gone in one night.
4: What did the Chinese say about it? They usually stick
1: pretty close together. dead.
4: Killed all the Chinese that came through, huh? That's a bunch of Chinamen dead in one night.
1: It is. No more Chinamen would come out this way once they heard what happened.
4: Fair enough. Neither would I. I'd heard there was some disturbances. Some, some roadblocks in the way of the rail. I hadn't heard such a thing, though.
1: Yeah, not yet. We we had a quite a bit of trouble. They uh, set things up and then uh, started running into trouble after trouble after trouble. We lost the Chinamen, that set us back. And we got a bunch of colored folk, foreigners, but uh, they all end up more or less the same. Until about uh, about five or six years ago, then our main problem started being the Hillcock boys. But they're at least just proper bandits, robbing and the like.
4: Any survivors of the railway men?
1: I think there was one fellow that survived, but he got maimed up pretty good. Railway wasn't going to pay a handicap to keep working a rail. Not so good with one leg, you know. He, uh, he done gone home. You talked to the, uh, the trapper?
4: Uh, as you may assume if you've met the man, he's not in any talking mood for a man like myself. Did, did the survivor happen to tell any stories about what happened to him?
1: Yeah, something about a monster.
4: Fair enough. I'll take my meal over at this table. And another whiskey, please.
1: As long as you got the money, I got the bottle.
4: I throw him whatever change it takes for a whiskey.
0: Uh, the photographer is where? He's over there. (laughs) Come on, bud. He's in the saloon. That would be dope.
1: Yeah. Yeah, look at that.
0: (laughs) Upstairs. All right, yeah, I I go and I knock on the...
1: Fucking lady, Molly, she directs you upstairs. The Arizona photographer is actually working for... The railway, he's a surveyor. That's why he has that kind of equipment out here. Mm. He was surveying the rail recently as part of the appraisal process for the sale that just took place.
0: Uh, I knock on his door. Excuse me. Loading. <laughs> hello? Knock, knock. Hello?
1: <laughs> I want a new accent. Hello? It's not just fucking hickabilly again. Hello? Good day to you, sir.
0: Oh, hello. I, uh, I've been told that, uh, you are a photographer for the railway and that you may have certain evidence- uh, that I would be interested in, in light of the recent disruptions.
1: Yes, sir. Y- you mean the photograph that I have of the thing?
0: Exactly that. Yes, sir.
1: Right, go ahead and uh, come on in.
0: Uh, how 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 long ago did you take the photograph as I enter his room?
1: I, I got my picture one day ago.
0: And you've already managed to, f- to 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 do the film? How have you? I'm assuming that he has a dark room set up now.
1: <laughs> as you enter, it is a dark room.
0: Yeah. Oh He's my, got you've...
1: one fucking candle with a red hood over it in the corner.
0: Oh my my sir, you you have all of the equipment. Oh, this is so exciting. Photography is a bit of a hobby of mine.
1: It's a good hobby to have, I suppose. Very useful for business. But uh, you you're gonna you're gonna lose your mind when you see this. And well, my... uh, he shows you a picture, and he, he elaborates. He goes, "Now now I was I was taking survey photos, so I didn't mean to get picture of this thing. But I I saw I saw it, and it uh." I don't know what you call it, but I heard a yell and I looked over and I saw this thing and I swung my camera around. It was a uh, well have you ever have you ever heard of the headless horseman?
0: Um uh, sorry, sir sir, I uh my, my miss. Let me let me uh one second and I pull open my uh my small case and I pull out my record player and I put a record on it and I crank it for about five minutes and then I say, Okay, from the top, sir. My my apologies.
1: So I don't know if you've heard about the headless horseman, but he is uh an old spooky tale told. About a, a man that rides around on a horse. Cuts people's heads off and the like. And uh, when I looked over, that's what I saw. So naturally, I, I took a picture of it in case the deputy sheriff wanted some sort of evidence. And uh, the thing turned and faced me. And, uh, well, frankly, I, I, I ran. My camera went off and I came back later and I found, I found this. This picture had been taken. And he shows you the picture. And it is only the man's arm. But in the far left of the frame is the arm and robe of a robed figure, and the hands are bloody, and it's a very odd and distinct clothing set. It almost looks like orangey. Not to the degree that it causes you confusion, but it is a very odd set of dress.
0: Okay. Um, but it, like, it doesn't look- I'm not seeing a Headless Horseman, right? I'm seeing one arm and some clothing? Yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: Um, but he assures you that it was very odd, and you know he, he gives you a full explanation of what he saw. And if you believe what he says at all, then, you know, it seems weird.
0: I, I look at the photo and I said, um, I apologize, but there is no head in this picture.
1: Well, there was no head on the creature either. Like no, no, I said, I, but I but ran, I, but what I got I mean a is th-
0: what I mean is there's no shot where I, you can prove what you are saying.
1: Well, I mean, you could see
0: his hands is bloody. I mean... Could that could be any colour. This is a photo. This, this photo for what is
1: had. black and white. You asked for what I had, I showed you what I had.
0: That's that's fair. So and how did you get away with all of your equipment if you saw such a creature?
1: Like I said, I came back for my equipment later after I ran.
0: And they didn't so he didn't touch it? Nope. Hmm, shame. Maybe I could have gotten some sort of blood, smear, or splatter if he had touched any of your of your things and then we'd have something to go off of.
1: Uh Not, like least... I said, this is what I had. Yes. When I came back, no trace.
0: Well uh, I would like to do just one more thing, which is the ability that I chose. Uh, when I ask a suspect leading questions, roll plus charm on a 10 plus hold 2. Uh, basically it's another set of questions that aren't on the normal investigative mystery list. Go for it. Alright. I rolled a... <sighs> Six. I would That's like... another experience. Yeah, uh, or I would like to use another luck point, because I feel like this is important. Uh... I'm going to use lock, I'm going to turn it into a 12, and I would like to add, so that gives me two hold, and I get to ask any question from the investigative mystery list, or, uh, so I'm going to ask the Keeper if- Yeah. What is something that he left out that he didn't want me to notice?
1: What are your other questions? Yeah, I'm just, I need to think about that one, so.
0: Actually, you know what, let me ask, since this is the first, like, inkling at the creature, or anything close to a creature, uh, What sort of creature is it in the photo?
1: It looks humanoid.
0: It does look humanoid. You can
1: tell. Yeah. Um,
0: Like, is there anything? The angle
1: of the shot, though, is shitty. Is high enough up that it was probably on horseback. Okay. Or a box, or you know, it was elevated because the angle of the shot.
0: Okay. And then, yeah, is, is there? Is he? Is he concealing anything from me? I'll throw that one out still. I think I'd like.
1: So he is not concealing anything from you in deceit, but he has left some information out. He didn't offer you up, like, he told you that he heard a scream and he looked over there. We didn't say, like, what or why or what was over there or who. So he left that information out, either intentionally or to mislead you. And, uh, he didn't tell you where he was surveying, or what time or anything like that. So, there are pretty important informations that he did leave
0: out. Uh, I have one more question for him in in character. Uh, Sir, you say you are a surveyor? Yes. This creature attacked you in the daytime?
1: It, uh... I, I saw it in the daytime, yes. I mean, you can't photograph at night, that's impossible.
0: That's that's what I thought, that's why I wanted to check. How did it sneak up on you in a broad daylight?
1: Well, like I said, I, I was surveying a rail spot, and, and then I heard a yell, and I looked over and I saw this thing, and I, I did my best to snap a picture of it. When I, when I turned on it, it uh, turned on me and uh
0: who yelled can you describe the yell
1: Scared. it was just a it was just a railway worker he he was ah. working on rail it was uh I think he was setting
0: ties in the end there so this man got a very good look at it as well uh, I suppose so yeah would he tell me a different story than you would well, I don't know do you know his name Langer okay his name is
1: Langer um well and he's probably downstairs drinking about this hour if you want to ask him anything it's usually where he spends his nights may, may I have this photo I I mean, I, I was holding on to it to give to the, the deputy for his investigation if he needed it. I, I am acting under the sheriff's orders. Well, then I don't see a problem with that. It's otherwise useless to me.
0: I roll it up and I say, "It was thank you for your time, sir. Yes, sir. I head downstairs and uh, try to kind of get everybody together.
2: Yeah, maybe the if, spooky, spooky boys might know shit. If yeah.
1: you want to confer with Langer, you have the opportunity to do that. It checks out.
0: Okay, his story. Just to save change. time. It, yeah. Does he have a better description of the thing?
1: No, he describes it the same way.
0: Okay. The Headless, headless Horseman. Horseman. Okay.
1: The only difference is he gives you much more information about the Headless Horseman. Like, he knows exactly what he is talking about, and it's, uh, in contrast to your first conversation, makes it clear that the photographer wasn't super familiar with it. He was kind of skeptical about the whole thing, but this man in particular knew what he was that? afraid of.
0: Okay. Okay. Then, uh, I gather up everybody, is there anything Orangey can do, or talk to?
3: Um, I have a move called The Sight. Yeah. It says I can see the invisible, especially spirits and magical influences. If there are any around, I would like to investigate a mystery with them. In the tavern? Yeah. Saloon! (laughs) Saloon.
1: So... You, you uh, how does that ability work for you? Is that something that you like turn on, turn off, or is that something that your character just th- always has? I think
3: on? it's something that I kind of always have on. It does. It, there isn't really a role associated with it, which is why I think it's kind of just whenever. Uh,
1: no, I just mean for you. Like, do you does your character have the ability to turn it on and off, or is it just oh,
3: always oh, um, I was gonna say that it's always there. Okay. But I can just, you know, I, it's always there. I can always see them, but they don't really pay. I'm going to say they don't yeah. really pay attention to me unless I come up to them and speak to them specifically.
1: So what is, uh, what is immediately of note to you in this tavern, is uh, in this saloon, is it is very smoky. The entire saloon for you, not everyone else, but for Orangey, it is clouded with a, a thick, heavy smoke, which would be, you know, plausible for a saloon. If you could smell smoke or if anyone was smoking, which they are not. So you, you've got some sort of like spectral smoke hanging around here. And it makes you feel a little bit uneasy on a primal level.
3: Okay. Um, do I see any actual spirits or just this kind of smoke around?
1: Just this weird haze. And you can see, well, it goes all the way to the door. Without leaving, it wouldn't be able to tell if it did anything else. But
3: it, does it seem thicker in, any, in other parts of the saloon than where I'm at?
1: As... Detective Moss comes downstairs, you see that it sort of pools around him a little bit.
3: Around him specifically?
1: Yes. A little bit higher density around Detective Moss.
3: I'm going to investigate a mystery.
1: Okay.
3: (laughs) Oh boy. That is a six.
0: You suck. Got it.
3: So I'm going to go ahead and mark that experience
0: does the site give you bonuses to forward? It does not. Forward? Damn. It allows him to at all. Yeah, it allows, <laughs> it
3: allows me to notice this shit at all. So basically, I see this stuff, and I think, huh, that's odd, and that's about it.
1: Because <laughs> I yeah, tried to investigate uh, and it's, got it's, zip. So, while you, uh, while you investigate, you, uh, you step outside, and it seems to stop. You step inside, and it's there, and you step outside, and it seems to stop. You step inside, and it's there, and, uh, that doesn't really take anywhere.
3: Alright, I'm going to go and I guess. I'll as
1: far as you can tell from your investigation, uh-huh. it is in this saloon.
3: Whatever what just Something something, something just is up here. with the saloon.
1: Yeah. You might even just be hallucinating because that happens. Yes, that does,
3: that does Yes, that does
1: of sort of sort with your bad investigation check, you're not sure if this is a real or a fake.
3: Okay. I will uh, go and sit with my compatriots, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Oh, good. sort you are of
3: sort
0: of Come, come sit, we, we have food, we'll, we'll probably settle in for the day. I think we are out of suspects at the moment, or, or people to question. Uh, everybody, if you could share your information.
3: I just kind of look very distracted as I'm looking around the saloon, but I'm going to sit around with everybody.
0: Ah, oh, 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 you're the ADD kid. Oh, Onji, on here. Yeah, yeah. Here. You,
3: he, he, <laughs> yes, yes, That'd I'm be. fine, I'm fine. Uh,
0: looks, ar- so. looks,
3: looks, looks around.
0: So, start starting with you, Thomas, what did you learn from the trapper? Thank you for the follow-up lead. Uh, I will tell you what I have learned from the photographer, but you first. It's
2: uh, probably a Sasquatch or a Wendigo. I was trying to tell you guys there's also an Indian in town that probably knows information that would probably be more pertinent. Most likely the railroad drove through an area they weren't supposed to, for a convenience, disturbed something pissed off the locals surroundings and that's how a bunch of people ended up dead.
0: So you're saying an Indian did it?
2: N- no, I'm saying a Wendigo or a Sasquatch. Uh, but most likely a Wendigo, because it is uh, America. I mean, is, it could be a Sasquatch if it came south a bit.
0: Is that so, uh, a Sasquatch and, and, and Wendigo some form of tribe of Amerind that I am not familiar with?
2: No, it's a beast. It stands about seven foot. Maybe a little taller, a little shorter.
0: Uh, I opened my case, and I said, you've said Sasquatch? And I pulled out the S section of the Encyclopedia Britannica from 1900, and I Sasquatch? You said Sasquatch? Sasquatch? Because because I'm supposed to have a computer. Uh, but all the all the information and items that my character gets are like modern day. So Mitch has given me a full set of encyclopedia books to supplement. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and I start flipping through it to Wendigo and Sasquatch trying to, uh, to figure out what the fuck you're talking about, boy. Well yeah, we're probably gonna need to take care of that. I,
4: I look at him and go with uh, uh, with a puzzled face. I've I've heard a lot of things, but I have no idea, on good screen art, what the holy hell a Sasquatch or a Windago is, exactly. But what I can tell you, from what I've learned, is that whatever happened has been killing almost every railway man to hit seal since it broke ground. I'm not entirely certain why or what, but apparently 25 Chinamen in one night was the first instance.
2: Yeah, we pro- uh, they probably went through someone's land, and that's what happens.
4: I can also tell you there's only one ever been one survivor, but he left pretty maimed. He told stories of some great monster that attacked him, but I don't know anything more than the stories.
2: Well, it sounds about right, and uh, apparently uh, this thing was spotted up north in the hills a bit, that's probably where it rests, and comes down to hit the railroad and goes back up after it's done eating and tearing people apart.
0: So, yeah, I- I'm still fl- I'm trying to flip through the book. Still trying to be, like, to catch up with this, uh, ridiculousness.
3: Does he still look really foggy around me? Yeah. And it's still mostly around him?
1: Yeah, it's everywhere, but it's denser denser around Detective Moss.
3: I would like to read a bad situation. Sure. My boy. That's plus sharp. That is 14 to read a bad situation. So on a 12 plus... You may ask the Keeper any question you want about the situation, not just the ones listed. All right. What's the fog?
1: You don't know. Um, You mm-hmm. haven't experienced this before. Okay. You are unsure, but you are able to tell that it is in some way spectral. And you... It is malevolent. The fog itself carries an air of malevolence and harm. And uh, it is... It doesn't seem to be close enough to you, as it were... To physically affect you, but it seems like, you know, where the fog is densest is, is where it's... Whatever this thing's objective is. Okay,
3: and it is real, it's not a hallucination?
1: As far as you can tell, it's real. Okay. Well, I mean, as real as a apparitional fog can be.
3: Uh, are there any dangers that I haven't noticed, or that we haven't noticed?
1: Not an immediate area, no.
3: Hmm... I think that's all three of my questions.
1: Uh, was that three? Yeah, because I oh, asked yeah, if yeah, it was three. real.
3: And then, um... I yeah. guess if I, if I act on any of the answers, I get plus one ongoing while the information is relevant.
4: Okay.
3: So, noting that I now know that this is real and that it's very thick around our detective here, I'm going to tell the group about it. Hey, uh, so, it's very, very foggy in here. What are you talking about? It's, uh, it's very, very foggy in here, and it seems you, you may not know this about me as we are strangers still, but I have the sight. And I can see things that many others cannot see. And what I see currently is fog all around this saloon. When I leave the saloon, it is clear. But in here, it is very foggy. And it seems to be, if not emanating, it's definitely thickest among Detective Moss here.
4: Oh, you claim to be a seer, huh? Oh, back when I was a young lad back in Ireland, there was a, a girl from round the way who said she was a seer. Well, an older lady. Some used to call her a hag.
3: Yeah, this, it doesn't seem dangerous but it doesn't feel good either
0: something super cool is that the 1910 encyclopedia britannica is free for use online and let me tell you there is no entry on sasquatch or wendigo in there which (laughs) is perfect because i'm flipping through it going what the fuck gentlemen you are you are talking uh, about witches and goblins, and there is no such thing in the encyclopedia. These do not exist in the natural world. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, it's not natural, but what I was the, saying. The man
0: upstairs says it was a fucking headless horseman. This is ridiculous. So,
1: Randall, as you continue this, um, just so I can, I can tell you what you know based on what Ryan told you here. Um, you've done, you've done ghosts and shit. Your order knows about yeah. things like that. Uh, a room being filled with smoke typically means that. You know, it's a, it's a taint, it's a footprint, like if the building had burned down or someone had been burnt to death or something. The smoke coming from a person would typically indicate that, you know, like if that person was a, an apparition or someone who had met some sort of fiery end. Neither of which seem to line up with this place because it's the one building and you know that Moss isn't dead. That would have shown up by now. So this seems new to you. But it, it is some sort of apparitional effect on the world.
0: I continue, like, trying to, like, flipping the book op- op- like around, and then I just put it back, and I was like, you people are speaking in- it's, it's nonsense. The the man upstairs believes it's the freaking Headless Horseman. It's a story from Carolina. This- there's no way- it's uh, a man. We're looking for a murderer.
3: Mr. Moss, you-, you brought me here because I know and can see some odd things.
0: I- I brought you here because you know that some people believe in superstition and you're familiar with it. Oh, for Christ. All right, then. Well, oh. I'm just telling you what I see, sir. Uh, why, why are you all looking at me so
4: funny? Hold on just a minute there. All right. So, the man upstairs says it's a Dullahan. And according to the man in the tent, it's some sort of baylor or questioning beast, right? These are tales I heard when I was just a young lad. Now, don't get me wrong. Respect the fae and feed him every night. But these are these types of things. I haven't seen hide nor hair of in this in these parts, nor ever heard stories that lined up quite so well. Besides the fact that they're different, if it's some sort of ancient beast, eh? Some sort of fae magic? Ah, I'm not likely to believe it, but I respect it. But multiple. I just doubt.
0: I would like to point out that there are at least two people whose stories are corroborated between each other, and it is the worker and the man with the photographer, so I still feel that the man on a horse is the best horse.
2: Oh, fuck it. You guys want to see some fucking magic? I'm getting real tired of this skepticism. (laughs) (laughs) This is getting real
1: real Check out my (laughs) magic dick and shut the (laughs) hell
2: up. What do you do? What do you do? This this is good. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to be like, follow me. Can't do this in public because all of a sudden I'm uh, burned at a stake again, uh, <laughs> again, <laughs> again. <laughs> Luckily, some folks don't know how to tie knots. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs>
0: so um, I'm going to wa- I'm going to walk him out. I before I follow <laughs> without question <laughs> so you, you people, I, are, I, I, you're you're so silly. But yes, get your so, ass over show here. Show <laughs> me a magic trick. I'm very excited.
4: I uh I finish up my meal first
0: because <laughs> I was hungry. Uh. I'm outside. I'm excited. I want to see a magic trick. Uh, I'm
2: gonna try and ignite my hand in like harmless flame. You know, like it's more illusory and more parlor like, tricks. Yeah, it's parlor trick bullshit I learned when I was younger. Okay. And uh, that's that plus what was my weird again too? So oh, sweet, uh, I hit ten exactly again. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> I my 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 hand it, and I'll change the colors as I hold it. Like it's.
1: So, Mister Thomas Blake calls upon his inherited traditional knowledge of how to teach fucking idiots that magic exists, and uh, I, he begins his presentation straight I, out of the handbook.
0: So I, I see the the flaming hand, and I run in to uh, to the room, and I open up, and I come running. That was very amazing. But I come back out, and I'm wearing a black glove that I've covered in phosphorus from the uh, <laughs> the fire from my my camera kit, and I like. I spark a match and I light my hand on fire. He is just very good at this sleight of hand. Really? Where's my glove? That is impressive. Maybe it is an in alcohol instead of a phosphorus, because alcohol does not burn at high enough temperature to hot you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to change the colors of it. Proving that you know more tricks with the flame does not prove to me that oh, it is magic. Oh, for my
4: fucking sake, boy. <laughs> I, I, uh, I sit there for a little while puzzled and go, Are you a carman, then? A what? <laughs> I'm about
2: to like touch my forehead with my burning head. I'm like, oh shit.
4: <laughs> a, a Carmen. Uh, a witch.
2: Yeah, you learn That's... fucking basic witchy, like, witchcraft when you're fucking. Oh my god. And I blow my hand on it and I create like a small fire butterfly away as I put it out. Like, god damn it. Oh, he is very good. He's very uh, good. Oh, I'm getting real sick of you.
0: <laughs> 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 fucking Detective
4: Moss. I, I, I look over at Moss and go. How come you didn't tell me we are traveling with a carman?
0: Because but he's I, not a carman. He's just a very knowledgeable man filled with very good tricks.
4: I spit over my shoulder twice more and go, <laughs> you better keep your distance from me. All right? I don't need the kind of luck you're giving. I'm
2: getting real sick of this fucking guy right so, over here. I so
0: you you have demonstrated your knowledge of this. So how would you fake a monster or a Sasquatch? What What is a Sasquatch Why again? would
2: I fake one when there's probably one in the god damn hills boy clean your ears out
0: you you said yourself that the trapper just thinks it is a sasquatch and I'm not going to trust the word of a backwards confederate he has not seen it yeah he
2: mm. 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 <laughs> boy I'm about to give you so many rights you're gonna beg me for a left <laughs> 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 I'm gonna fill this whole fucking town with so much goddamn uppercut.
1: That's more rights than the traffic gives anyone.
0: Orangey, do you, do you believe in what he is saying? God damn
2: it, Orangey, you show him. I know you can fucking do weird shit, too. Alright. Alright, alright, alright. We got Matthew McConaughey Mitch, a spooky I'm, I'm
3: gonna... I'm gonna ask you first if you're okay with me doing this right fucking now considering there is some discourse within the group.
0: Like, probably. Uh, can I ask... Uh, a- before he even says that, I do want to ask one question for them because we've stepped out of the saloon. Does he still see me having smoke?
1: Yeah, I said earlier. I don't know if you heard, but the smoke has been following you. It centers around the saloon, but every time uh, every time Moss comes out, it sort of trails between him
0: and the saloon as well. Okay,
3: so it does. So it is following him. Apparently. Okay. Yes. Um. I think if you'll- I look
0: metal as fuck, and I love it. I uh, wish
3: I could see it. If you'll allow this, I'm going to use magic to tune in. Alright. For tune in, I can attune my mind to a monster or minion. So I can basically find out, or
1: on- Yeah, you get to ask questions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do your thing, thing doer.
3: Oh, buddy. Oh, bud. Did you mark experience? I don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to because that's a thirteen.
0: Oh Oh, he does no, not mark experience. So
3: as he says, go ahead and show him some magic. Uh, my eyes light up again, and my all of my hair stands on end.
1: Sweet spooky friend. And
3: I take three steps. I met. attune
1: <laughs> the Irishwood
0: leaves.
3: <laughs> I'm going to attune my mind to the monster uh, on a on a plus ten. I get a hold three.
0: I immediately look up to the sky to make sure that it's not cloudy, because I think he's going to get struck by lightning.
3: So for my hold three, I'm going to say...
0: So what are you attuning to? The monster. You need a target. You need a target. So what
1: are you What are you trying to attune to?
3: Whatever, to whatever, attune seem, to whatever a seems to be...
1: Or a headless horseman, or the smoke.
3: I'm trying to target whatever it is that is ailing this town.
1: Yeah, because the most tangible thing you have right now is the smoke. That is right in front of you, and that is obviously weird.
3: Yeah, that is extremely weird, but also I'm aware that we're... They've been telling us that there is something here, so I'm trying to attune yeah. with whatever that thing
1: is. So you're, you're reaching out. You can attune blindly if you want, but your answers will be less specific and less useful. That's fine. I'm... They might take you down a path anyway.
3: So my, uh, <laughs> my first one would be, where is the creature right now? I guess you could just give me, like, an estimate, maybe? I don't know.
1: Location. Um, it is dark now The sun has gone down Just so that you're aware Because I I mentioned it earlier and I'm not sure if people heard me It is about 200 yards that way What way? It is a short ways off from the periphery of the town You're pretty sure, most of it You think? Kind of weird, kind of displaced
3: Okay, uh Who does it regard as the biggest threat?
1: The cameraman Upstairs in the saloon
3: Interesting, um Okay how can I attract its attention?
1: <laughs> uh, weird. Well, I, I,
3: technically, I would only... Like, the monster would become aware of me if I fucked up on this. But it, I didn't, so... um,
1: Yeah, on that note, how you would let it be aware of you is it, you would just literally let it be aware of you. Okay. It is a telepathic-type monster. Oh, it Your is. Your success allows you to skim without it knowing, but if you literally just you know, made a sloppy move it would suddenly, you feel like it would become aware. It is trying, you feel its mind also reaching back. Basically all you would have to do is let it find you. Yeah,
3: I completely stopped, wide-eyed, hair up, completely blank in the face, and I'm looking off into just a direction that where I think it's coming from, and I'm going to say out loud to my companions it is here it's outside the town not too far off
0: I uh I immediately go to try to tackle uh, Orangey away from where they are because I am certain she's about to get struck by lightning that is all of the symptoms of a lightning strike about oh, God. God
2: damn it,
3: boy. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say just because it sounds real cool You are unable to approach me at the moment. There is some sort of field around me as I am doing this spell. You cannot interrupt me while I am doing this.
0: Do I feel like- Okay, so when you say I can't move forward, is it a concrete wall? Like an invisible wall? Or is it just like a lethargy that means I just can't move?
1: I'm gonna- I'm gonna weigh in on this. You fucking can't. Okay. (laughs) Like, like in a dream like in a dream you can't like Got it. there's no reason that you can't but you cannot okay well it is just not a thing you can you get close to orangey and then you cannot get closer okay
4: well, as as Marley uh as she starts freaking out I'm basically at the door to the tavern and I'm like uh I'm I'm spitting over my shoulder I'm I'm doing every sort of like superstitious thing that that's old your old you're right yeah that an old Irish man'll do. Yeah, I'm touching I I'm touching an iron nail. I grabbed some salt, put some salt in my hair, <laughs> and and I'm looking at at the two of these people like whatever you're messing with. That's some face shit that I'm some face shite that I'm not privy to. All right, you. It is just it is just outside
3: the town, in this direction.
2: I don't hear you. Shit. All right, listen here, Moss. I'm gonna tell you this real quick. Respects at least, so I, I get that. Gentlemen. It's a little freaky. But you need to either s- s- quit your shit because you're going from skepticism to ignorance real fucking quick.
3: <laughs> Gentlemen, please. My, my eyes light up and they're just completely white and all my hair stands on end. And... I relay to the party that the monster is just outside the town in this direction, and it's going to go for the photographer.
0: What monster? Hello Count.
3: At this point, I'm going to try to alert the monster to my presence.
1: And you wanted to let it know that you know what it knows, right? You're gonna try and bait it. Poke I'm the just,
3: I'm just- I'm legitimately going to do the telepathic I guess equivalent
2: of poking it. Come at me bro. Come at me bro.
1: So, we've all played video games. Basically what you've done here is in any token game where they have a spotlight, you've been doing this little dance outside the spotlight as it searches. It suspected something was there. It could feel interference, but it couldn't pinpoint you. And in the end, you step into the light as it were and allow yourself to be made obvious to the creature.
4: Moss, this isn't what I signed up for. I'm a railway man, not a spooks and spirits man. All this
1: doesn't sit well with me. I need you to roll me a use magic check. Okay. It becomes aware of you and you feel it immediately push back and it pushes back hard. 11. As the creature pushes back against your will, its telepathic power is so strong, you are able to stop it from breaking your mind, but the force has nowhere else to go, and there is so much telepathic force that it throws your physical body from where you are standing backwards into the dirt. As the rest of you watch, you see this shockwave emanate from Orangy as orangey is thrown to the ground. And, uh, Orangey, as you look up, you see that ephemeral fog that was swirling around Detective Moss. It all shoots back into the tavern, and you see it sucking back up the stairs towards the room that you know Detective Moss had found the photographer. The creature knows that you know, and you know that it will not let you interfere.
3: It's coming.
0: So, the next time you succeed at a magic roll, uh, Ryan, I really recommend you choose Inflict Harm, not Summon a Monster into the World.
1: Hello, everyone, and thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members in the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories, we love your engagement. And we love to entertain you guys, so thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us, rate us well, share us, tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story, and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, are the gateway through which we can do that. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with the Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter. And we have established a Patreon at patreon.com torchlittavern Torchlit Tavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there, and we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves, and last but not least, if you want to chat with, compliment or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations.
0: All right, have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, at something something master on Twitter,
3: and you can find me, Ryan, aka Roy, at Ryan S C B Santos on Twitter.
2: And I'm Randall, and if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you can just look at the Facebook and I'll be there.
4: This is Jeff, still playing the Jello Man Skeleton himself. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use at big underscore j underscore the bad man. You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You shut up. It's not. Time for this thing. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchland Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, Warlock.